Hey everyone, welcome to Strength and Vulnerability, where we open up to our vulnerable similarities through conscious conversations with some of the world's most inspiring leaders. My name is Andrew, and my personal brand is Crypto Love Ninja. And as I travel the world, I continue to meet and connect with so many incredible spiritual entrepreneurs, coaches, artists, lightworkers, architects of the new earth, wizards, fairies, and you name it. So this podcast is a collection of these amazing individuals and their experiences in life and how they've navigated and expanded themselves into the vision that they hold for humanity. Because I believe by recognizing our similar experiences, we tap into the power of our emotions by feeling our connection to one another. When we show our vulnerabilities, we allow others to see deep within us where they can find evidence that we are all part of the same whole. In this recognition of oneness lies enormous strength. Awesome, man. So thank you for jumping on today, Shane. For the listeners, this is Shane Carling. He's an amazing, epic guitarist, one of the best that I've ever had the pleasure of listening to live in person. Um, He's the founder of Seven Day Weekends, uh, Seven Day Weekend Media. He's an amazing um, event creator, conscious event creator. And yeah, I'm happy to have him on today. Welcome, Shane. Awesome. Thanks for having me on, Andrew. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, man. Definitely excited to have you and, and see what type, of, uh, what type of conversation comes from this. So I always start with the first question that I have here, um, really to, to open it up for you and to really just kind of shine some excitement on just on the episode in general. So tell us, man, what are you most excited about in life right now? Uh, what I'm most excited about right now is I see the direction of live events and, um, you know, this emergence of live events and online attendance and NFTs and crypto and blockchain technology. And, you know, I can see it crystal clear. And so for me, you know, knowing what that can create and the opportunities it's going to provide, I'm super, super jazzed about it. Epic. So, so you're working somewhat in the, the NFT and conscious event space. Can you explain a little more on that for those that may not really know what you're talking about? Sure. Well, I'm exploring. I'm not actually doing anything yet in the NFTs. I'm, I'm more looking at what the right strategy is for um, you know, aligning that with the conscious events that I'm creating. Uh, when it comes to conscious events, it's it's not like I, th- I think a lot of people will associate like kind of woo woo you know ideologies with that, and really just the the word conscious is is just simply people who are, you know, on the path of self awareness, and on the path of self realization, and thinking deeper about their choices and actions, and you know thinking deeper about the words and the ways that they show up on this planet. So when I say conscious events, it's, it's more about, you know, obviously like let's just say alcohol free events, you know, drug free events. Um, and how do we give people an experience that unites them, that connects us, that uh, helps us uh, express more and uh, become a fuller, better, higher level version of ourselves and inspire people. So that's my idea behind conscious events. And wow. as far as NFTs, I just see that, you know, um, this is a way for artists and musicians and facilitators and creators to be able to, yeah, create 
really fascinating new ways to connect people, but also to digitize their art, to, to create lasting income. Um, one of the reasons I decided to get into doing a, events um, was I just could never find a way to make it as a musician. I mean, it's a, the term starving artist is a real thing, man. I mean, what are you going to do? Play guitar for the rest of your life and make like three, four, five hundred dollars once a week and try to survive on that? Like, it's like, that's not, not the jam, man. I mean, uh, but if you got an NFT, I mean, the potential there is kind of nuts. Like if somebody buys an NFT for, you know, a million dollars, you know, and it's a song or something like it's crazy what, um, and the fact that it can't be stolen, it can't be replicated, there's rarity, there's a huge demand. And so as the world starts to get into that, you're going to start seeing, you know, all of these um, artists and creators, you know, finally be able to get paid adequately or even in abundance for their work. And I think that's uh, it's a really cool thing that we could, you know, venture down. Yeah, absolutely. And I love your, your explanation of, of conscious events and you know just sticking to the intention behind it right is to you know to open up and to connect and truly be authentic and you know that's what i want to bring to you know this this channel and especially the podcast is like you know pure authenticity so going to kind of your your purpose and what you're you're working on right now i'm curious man especially since you know nfts and crypto and all is this like this new emerging space um, i'm curious how the emotions of maybe some fear or like self-doubt or, you know, even self-judgment have kind of played a role into what you're creating and what you're working towards. And if so, how have you been able to kind of overcome that? It's a great question. Um, so obviously um, like doing events isn't my full-time hustle, right? Like uh, it's, this is a interesting time in the world to be running live events. I mean, you know, there's this giant thing called the P-A-N-D-E-M-I-C. Um, and uh, so you never know when there's a rolling shutdown or some BS that's gonna happen. And, you know, and, and in the event space, there's so many variables where things can just go wrong or, you know, you take big swings, big risks, but, you know, that's not what I would consider like steady. So, you know, I'm working online but for me, yeah, that's the, uh, the, the fear or concern is, you know, what's down the road um, with live events? Like, um, can what all this crazy stuff that's happening in the world, you know, uh, affect me here? And, and you know, like, um, so, you know, you just got to plan for the future. Like, what kind of opposition will you face when, you know, maybe they come around and like everyone has to have a, a pass, like a little certificate to go to an event, you know, like what are the, how do you manage these things down the road? Um, so for that's the, the strategies you got to plan out for, for live events. And, um, and then with the NFT thing, I mean, it's just, there's a big learning curve, right? And, um, you know, yeah, are we at the place where the market is ready to adopt that technology in masses? And we're not there yet. That's going to take a minute. Um, and is adding that feature, uh, you know, because some people get triggered by things, you know, I mean, it's a popular word, but, you know, if I add NFTs and people are buying NFT tickets to come to the event, is that going to be a good thing or a bad thing you know so like there's a lot of testing because of the psychology of marketing for events and creating a conscious community some people get triggered by things and it'll push them away oh a membership or a ticket i gotta buy with crypto i don't want that you know so 
um, you know, it's, 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 it's a lot of testing, but if you're doing events and you're testing these things, you run risks. Um, so you kind of got to know that at the end of that test, there's a reward of a better result or a better experience for the people who are coming. Um, and is it something that's really viable? Is it relevant? Is it actually important? That's the other question, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, that's, that's a great answer. And I like how you elaborated on the, the, you know, the uncertainty really, because, you know, there's, I'm in crypto myself, you know, obviously, and, you know, I'm pretty sure you are a little bit too. And it doesn't matter really how much money we've made in the past in crypto, how many investments have done 10, 20, 30 X's, you know, how many NFTs we bought and sold and flipped. It's all still uncertainty and it's all still so much speculation. So it's, it's, yeah, it's an interesting time for sure. Um, kind of moving into a different, different area of your life. Um, what is the biggest or most important self-love practice to you and how has it affected your life? So the biggest self-love practice, that's a great question. Um, so I would say having a conversation with myself in the mirror is, is really an important thing. Um, you know, life requires interactions with humans and interactions with yourself and interactions with your environment and interactions and business, et cetera. Interactions can lead to friction, can lead to reactions, can lead to emotions. And sometimes we um, do or say things not in our best or other people do or say things not in their best that affects us. And um, sometimes life happens, bills happen, stress happens, things fail, things, you know. And so um, if we're not aware then uh, of how these energies are actually affecting us, then we can be burdened by them, right? And it can kind of energetically stick to us, you know. It's, it's like an open cycle, like, a, you know, I was going to do this thing and I didn't, or I was procrastinating, or how do I feel about my performance in my business? Am I actually doing income generating activity? Am I procrastinating? And then these subconscious sort of narratives can, can show up in our, in our lives. And, um, and so it's really important to, for me to get back into the mirror and, and look at myself, you know, really look at myself, you know, all the good, the bad and the ugly and everything in between and get back to a place of I am love. And also um, one of the best self-love practices that I can, I can, demonstrate is is unconditional love for other people right um and and learning to be aware when maybe something triggers me or gets me kind of like um in a place where i might judge something and and quickly as fast as i can get back to i am love and get back to unconditional love you know and um in that process by willingly and knowingly and being aware of of how to always show up as love it has an amazing feedback loop right so it helps me love myself more by loving other people i love that bro that's yeah amazing answer amazing more, much more than answer man that's a you know a philosophy of being almost and i i read something today from uh, it was like a, a clip from the law of one where the the questioner had asked raw like what do we do if, you know, someone meets us with emotions and they're triggered and they have hostility and Ra's answer was simply just to, you know, meet them with love. And I love how you said that, 
you know, unconditional love for others is one of the best self-love practices for you. That's super powerful, man. Um, I'm curious, what is the, the biggest challenge in your closest personal relationship? And how are you navigating that? So um, biggest challenge, uh, you know, it's, it's funny because I don't know that I necessarily have big challenges in any personal relationships. I feel like uh, in my life, I've got a lot of um, just great people around me, but I would say that, you know, maybe a big challenge in a personal relationship with anyone else is, is making sure that I'm on top of my game, you know, um, uh, in Tulum, there's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of reasons to do this and that and the other thing. And so, uh, the biggest challenge is, is really just keeping all of the different ships I've got floating and moving forward and progressing while maintaining a healthy balance of not getting too much into work and also not getting too much into a relationship and, and finding that healthy flow. And, and so far I've been doing really, really good with that. Hence like seven day weekend. Right. But, but it, it's, it's, it's a thing to always be mindful of, you know, because if you focus too much on the relationship, then you don't focus enough on your, on your, or your passion or your art or whatever, then you don't focus enough on your business and you know, where your attention goes, energy flows. And so do the finances. So um, you know, like just making sure that that's always, you know, above, you know, on par, you know what I mean? And uh, making sure everything's even keel. So that's, it's, I think we all go through that challenge. Um, so I don't know that mine is different or unique. Um, and maybe I'm at a place because my relationship is so amazing and we have such amazing communication skills that we really don't have um, challenges. We had some um, earlier on of, you know, just, it was more just, um, uh, learning how to communicate effectively the things that we might have been experiencing and we're really developing that to a, like a, a really good thing a really good level so I would say right now I'm doing I'm doing pretty pretty good in the relationship fronts you know yeah it's great man good to hear yes it's the balancing of of, of life you know and I, I I feel myself in that Sometimes too, you know, being in a different location or, you know, immersing myself in a new hobby or meeting a new group of friends or meeting a new lover. And it's like you, certain things pull you in certain directions and there's a reason for that. And it's, I think, you know, for me, it's like, we're supposed to be putting more energy into those things, but at the same time, you know, it doesn't take long before we feel our own happiness and our own peace starting to kind of be overcome by like, wait, I'm putting too much of myself into this and I'm not being able to enjoy, you know, all the other things that I'm truly living for especially like business stuff too, you know, it's like, and the whole crypto world is such a massive industry and there's so many new things and, you know, the clients and the investments and the, you know, the research, the content. It's like, if you're not, if, if I don't balance, you know, all my other things that I like to do of just, you know, my self time and my spirituality and, you know, my hobbies and my love, it's like, you know, you, you quickly start to not even enjoy what you're doing anymore. You're like, wait a minute, what, what's going on? And, you know, you have to go back to that centeredness the stillness and be like okay here's where i'm putting you know more energy in certain things than, than others yeah yeah it's easy to 
lose yourself and kind of forget who you are at the best of yourself when you get caught up in the minutia of too much work or anything that's in excess you know it 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 takes you off course from being centered and grounded and in 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 connected to your higher self right so um yeah no well well said you know it's you really got to find that healthy balance and i think that having um you know, set things like, you know, a day off or make you know, making sure you have an, enough time for yourself, right. To, to sort yourself out <clears throat> is, uh, and, and to do some meditation, to do some thinking, to be in nature, to, um, just get back to environments or situations or routines or rituals and practices that help you remember who you are at the best of yourself. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah, that, that's great. Absolutely. Uh, I'm curious, man, what's, and you kind of touched on it with you when you were talking about your, your event um, company and kind of how you're visualizing, you know, things moving forward in that direction. But I'm curious more so from a, a macro perspective of like humanity, what is the, what type of world are you kind of visualizing um, for, for humanity? And, you know, we're in this, you know, super shifty time with our economics and with, you know, just with everything really. So yeah, man, what, what type of future are you visualizing for humanity and, you know, how can someone listening to this video or watching or watching the video or listening to the podcast, you know, contribute positively to, to that vision that you have? It's a great question. So, um, you know, the, the future that I see <clears throat> is a world united, right? Where we stop looking at each other as separate. We look at each other as ourselves, you know, um, uh, so when I'm looking at the future, um, you know, we, we've got so much incredible potential. And we also have so much power as a species, as just, you know, unified collective consciousness. And I see a future where media, you know, is, is positive, is uplifting, is, is teaching us ascension tools, you know, where, where rather than, you know, fear, 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 you know, the, the general overwhelming majority of all media is conscious, you know, is, is something that is there to, to help us. Um, you know, I think a lot of people, they get so caught up in thinking, oh, we, we've got to, you know, stop the pollution. We've got to do this. We've got to do that. But what we really need to stop doing is just stop promoting fear, lock or fear, loss and lack. You know, um, if, if we see good things and we're watching good things and hearing good things, we will be thinking good things, speaking good things, doing good things. So media is very, very powerful. I mean, we're watching just the craziest time ever of like media clearly just like hypnotizing a whole planet, you know what I mean? Just locking it all up in fear and creating these, these, these crazy narratives in the world where people are just like frozen and like, you know, if we don't change the direction of the way media is going, then like it is the, it is the new God of the earth. Okay. It's media. It's the media empire. Right. So like they're the ones in control, they control the narrative. And if you control the narrative, you control the programming and you control the people. So it's like, what about media that would help set people free? media that would give people blessings instead of curses you know that's really for, for what i see because we're always going to want entertainment we're always going to want to listen to things and do things and teach things and so like um if those in control were conscious and putting out good stuff 
that would be probably the single most impactful thing that could unify and change the entire planet. You know, a, a world where people are not afraid to express themselves. A world where people are seeking to become the fullest of expression of themselves and no longer hindered by mockery, by laughter, by people making fun of them and joking around about, you know, the way that that person's dancing or the way that that person's dressing. We're a world where people encourage uh, other people to, to, to do their best and be their best, you know, to really unify world where people uh, actually help each other in community and support each other and lift one another up and help them explore and not just explore, but realize their gifts, their talents, and their potential. You know, I think because we've got such a uh, lack mentality as a species in general that we don't want someone else to succeed. We were taught to be jealous from a young age because of all the media. We were taught that anyone who has money or is wealthy is a crook or a bad person. And these subconscious programs keep people in poverty keep them looking at other people in a different light like oh you're a rich person and i'm a poor person and these lines of division are mental concepts that keep people trapped within them so and again going back to the media that's what's caused these sorts of programs and whatever the general narrative is but you know it's we're not far from realizing our true potential as a unified oneness consciousness as a species, we're really not that far from that. How do we get there? Music, entertainment, right? Media, connection, community, connection, you know, teaching people how to express. Um, I see that, you know, here in Tulum, there's amazing coaches and facilitators and breath work and meditation techniques and tantra and yoga and things that are actually making it okay for someone to explore more of their potential, of their magic, of their superpowers. And so, you know, the world needs more of this. And that's the future that I see. That sounds like an amazing future. <laughs> so, and I would say that, yeah, the, the things you're speaking of that are going on there in Tulum have, you know, been part of what's inspired me to, to start my YouTube channel, to start the podcast, and um, to really bring on, you know, the amazing people that are, you know, creating this new reality that you're speaking to. And, you know, for one, for me to connect with them and learn from them and also to give them a platform to, to share and yeah so i mean just to kind of summarize what you said as far as something actionable that someone could could take away would you say just to consciously choose the media and the the influences that they're letting in their in their mind by you know maybe watching more you know conscious programming or watching you know stuff like this instead of you know you know the regular tv or um yeah what would you recommend as like an actionable step that someone could implement to to kind of start shifting their their mindset First step would be, you know, open up YouTube and take a real look at what it's suggesting to you, right? So it's going to be a reflection of your, what you're looking at, what you're seeking, what all of your interests are. Like you, YouTube, looking at someone's YouTube, like what shows up for them on YouTube is the same thing as kind of like looking at their bank account, you know, like, you know, where their attention is going, you know, where they're spending their time. And so, um, you know, I was actually quite shocked when my girlfriend, I would look at her YouTube channel. It was all like personal development, like Brian Scott, Aaron Adkey, Love One, all this, you know, videos on ascension and growth and spiritual enlightenment and like going down the path and how to like really ground yourself and, you know, tune into your chakras and clean your energy and create, you know, energetic force fields, all this cool stuff. And I was looking at mine, it was like news and, uh, you know, like, conspiracies <laughs> you know like it was basically just kind of like rubbish and i realized like 
wow, I, I allowed myself to get caught. I went down too many rabbit holes and you know that started really affecting my narrative. So fast forward to today, I've deliberately made a choice, you know, and I would say that, you know, I think this is the thing. And this is a quote I got from um, a guy named Udo and uh, from, he made an oil company and uh, he said, everybody wants the best. Like, I think naturally we all want the best. We want the best for ourselves. We want the best for our family. Usually, I mean, most people do, I think. Um, and I believe that most people want the best for the world. But, you know, you're not going to just drift into the best in life. To have the best, it requires deliberate choice. You have to seek the best. You have to want it. You have to desire to have the best. Um, but you have to seek that knowledge. And so, but that's just choice, right? So, like, every day you could choose to watch the news. It's choice. That's 15 minutes of your time right there just on one news thing. You could have spent that 15 minutes um, learning a new meditation breathwork technique. That's 15 minutes uh, on, on, on Instagram reels, watching other people's stuff and silly things. You're watching videos on TikTok, wasting your life, wasting your time. That's also 15, 20 minutes or an hour. Or for some of you, maybe like five hours worth of videos that you could have been, you know, programming your brain with maybe some better stuff that will help you get to where you want to be in life a little bit faster than watching someone do some crazy dance on TikTok with the funny emoji face, you know, like uh, choices, you know. <laughs> I think yeah, the amount of time that people spend watching social media and watching silly videos, they could get a university degree. I mean, just on you. So yeah. Yeah. But you know, like what's the motivating factor to get people to want to, you know, watch these things. Yeah. Maybe there's some way that we can uh, incorporate like NFTs or something where the people actually get, they can see a, you know, a, a much quicker incentive to you know, raising their vibration or raising their consciousness or, you're doing the work and maybe they can minute NFT after doing a meditation or, you know, I think that, I think that's something we'll see here in the near future, but yeah, man, conscious choices are definitely, definitely a big thing. Um, yeah, just a couple of closing questions. And again, man, thanks for coming on and sharing so much, so much wisdom. Um, what are three books that, that you would recommend to the listeners? Okay. Well, um, I would, I would, instead of giving three books, I would, I would give some suggestions on how to choose your books. So if you're in a place in your life where maybe you're feeling stuck and uncertain about what to do, maybe you're working a job, you want to work online, it seems overwhelming. Perhaps you've tried a bunch of different opportunities and to make extra money, it wasn't really working. If, if that sounds like you, then what I would do is go read, you know, five, 10, 15 books from people writing about potential realities in our future okay and that way you can and like from industry leaders as well like read anything from elon musk or or someone who's you know you know living in the future writing about like potential things for technology find a technology that you resonate with and dive in and master it okay because you could capitalize and get into that industry for example Anyone who was learning about NFTs, you know, say, I don't know, like 18 months ago or whatever, they're probably very happy that they spent that time learning about this, you know, new up and coming industry, right? And even now it's not too late. And even now I'm more encouraged to learn more about it because I was one of the guys hearing about it. And then it just seemed kind of like a lot of stuff. But now that I'm diving into it, it's really not that complicated, um, but it is a very powerful thing. So again, 
Think about what industry, you know, maybe it's not even with cryptocurrencies. Maybe you're, you're finding some, some path down recycling or um, biofuels or something like, I don't know, like find some path. Maybe what you're doing right now isn't where you're um, aligned. You know, if you're someone who has been struggling with just money in general, and you've maybe um, been experiencing a sense of lack, I would recommend reading the book, Thou Shall Prosper by Rabbi Daniel LePen, because it teaches these very, very powerful spiritual, metaphysical, and physical reality principles on wealth generation. So it's a very powerful book. Um, and then if perhaps you are um, in a place where you're dealing with a lot of uh, health issues, you know, then I would say, um, go read the book, The Science of Being Well by Wallace D. Waddles. And lastly, just any subject, any area in your life where you are noticing that there's struggle or a sense of confusion or feeling stuck, there's a book with some answers that will help you get out of that. But you're not going to be able to find that book if you don't read. So, you know, get out there and make sure you're actually reading. It's really important. And if you don't read, then do audiobooks, but take time to invest in yourself in a powerful way. 10, 15, 20 minutes a day, you know, like even just that much can make such an impact in your life. And it's easy to fall off the wagon listening to books or reading books. You know what I mean? It's it's a habit that's easy to form. It's also a habit that's easy to lose. But you got to be willing to make that choice to develop that habit. Yeah, those I haven't read uh, the two books you mentioned. I haven't read them, but um, I'd definitely read "Thou Shall Prosper." It sounds like a any any book that has to do with you know prosperity, abundance, metaphysics, and definitely what I'm interested in, um, at least at least right now. And yeah, audiobooks are really really helpful for me because you can just pop it in and you know get some things done. You can do it while you're driving, and you know it doesn't. You don't have to like stare at something. You know, there's so much looking at looking at our phones and on the computers and. Like we can just kind of give our eyes a break and maybe, you know, do some tasks around the house or, or just chill on the couch, lay in the bed, just listening to, to something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually uh, taking some, I'm using Duolingo right now and I'm learning Spanish. Been in Mexico for over a year and I was like, I didn't even learn Spanish because like everybody I know out here in Tulum speaks English. But as soon as you get out of Tulum, you kind of notice, yeah, everybody speaks Spanish out here. And so uh, I've um, been spending almost an hour a day, actually today, maybe even a little bit more, um, you know, learning Spanish. And so like, you know, and, and the other thing is about learning another language is so powerful for the mind because it allows you to think in a different sort of algorithm, right? And um, yeah, so great suggestion there as well for self-improvement. Yeah, absolutely. I, I had the same experience living in Mexico for a year and, you know, I can, I can, I can order my food in Spanish and that was about it. But um, yeah, man, last question, anything, well, I guess there's two more questions, but anything else you would like to share? Just, I mean, you've shared a lot and you've gone, you've gone pretty deep in a lot of these topics. So, well, yeah, we can always go a lot deeper too. Um, you know, on, there's so many, so many things is, uh, I guess if I was to give people, um, I guess advice, you know, that might help them get somewhere is that there's this balance that you've got to play between um, doing what you need to do and to be where you are and doing the things that you got to do to get where you want to go. And 
I would say that people that the same level of energy and in thinking that got you where you are is not going to be the same level of energy and thinking that will get you where you want to go. You know, we are always changing. We're always growing. And, and a lot of people can get, and I've been noticing this in Tulum. This is huge. A lot of, like a lot of people, myself included at the beginning of the year, have been feeling like jarred, you know, like a lot of people have been either having weird health symptoms coming up or weird energy or feeling tired or depressed or, you know, struggling and feeling blocked. And so um, I would say this is a year to really focus on getting yourself into alignment uh, for success, to remember who you are. And if there's things that you're dealing with that might be stressful, if there's things you're dealing with where you feel stuck or blocked, um, and I've been in, in that place, you know, where I'm building a business and run out of leads and I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Like, um, you know, maybe times where you get split focused and you have a business to build, but it's not flowing and you've got a job to do, or you're trying to do something that you're passionate about. And, and so all of a sudden you can get a sense of feeling overwhelmed or like you're spinning too many plates and then maybe nothing's working when, if you've gotten into a place like that, I, I've got this nice little formula I'll share with you is instead of trying to deal with that feeling or emotion, you know, maybe you have this feeling like it's a reoccurring feeling. You felt this way before you felt stuck. And it's like, we can only, our mind will only project based off of what we've done and where we are. And it can only really create like imaginations about the future or anxieties about the future. But um, it's better to Instead of, you know, trying to deal with why am I stuck? Or why am I, why are things not flowing in my life? The same level of thinking and energy that got you there is not going to be able to get you out. So rather than trying to deal with things, raise your vibration and raise your frequency. So body, mind, soul, right? So like one of the biggest things that'll help you get unstuck if you're feeling blocked, if you're feeling jarred in life, or if things aren't working is drink tons of water you know, like good alkaline, clean, healthy water, whether it's alkaline spring water or alkalized water, just drink way more water. Like you might be dehydrated right now. And like when you start hydrating, your brain starts working better. You're going to have higher level thoughts because your brain's more efficient, more effective and more efficient when you're properly hydrated. So like, are you getting two to three liters of water a day in? Um, is it good water? Are you, uh, are you working out? Are you exercising? What's your diet like? You know, um, so beginning of the year, I started feeling really low energy towards last year because my diet kind of got off and I wasn't working out and I was kind of like too focused on making events. And I kind of got into the place where I was spinning too many plates and beginning of the year, I was just like, Oh, like what the heck is wrong? I have no energy. I feel depressed. Um, then I was like, Oh yeah, I've been here before. Drink lots of water, right? Tons and tons of water, go to the gym, get that membership, like spend 15, 20, 30 minutes a day, just work out, get the endorphins going, get your hormones up, right? Uh, eat better food. Um, you know, self-care, self-love time is going to help raise your vibration and um, get back to meditating, get back to a tight morning ritual. Um, meditation is one of the most powerful mental disciplines that you can do to learn how to become just the awareness of your thoughts rather than getting entangled in your thoughts. Um, really practice active listening with your partner, with your friends, with your um, whoever you're, you're engaging with, your clients, et cetera. Really ask questions, really do your best to pay attention. Um, don't start your day off on your phone, you know, do things that can, don't do things in the morning that will lower your vibration or cause you anxiety or stress on everything that you can in the morning to raise your vibration as high as you possibly can. You're going to have higher level thoughts. 
And then you're going to be able to access and manifest things more from a quantum level and a high level of thought and creativity and bliss and joy, anxiety and stress and worrying and, you know, getting caught up in the minutiae of life. So I, that would be one thing I would highly recommend for people, especially in these times, get yourself into alignment in this body, mind, soul. And for the soul part, connect with people in community, right? Just connect. You know what I mean? You've probably got some friends you haven't called in a while. You've probably got some, some groups that you can go visit or, you know, meet people, but you need community. It's a huge part of our existence. Thanks, bro. I love that. Yeah. All of that. Even, even a lot of that resonates with me really deeply, just, you know, seeing my own patterns and, and habits and you seeing when, you know, more creative, more productive and having, you know, certain morning routines in place and being stuck to those and being around, you know, other people that are, you know, higher vibration and, yeah, man, it's all, all great stuff. Um, last question, bro. Where can people find you? Uh, official Shane Carling on Instagram. Uh, I've got um, a link tree link there where you can access all my different uh, social media uh, things. Shane Carling on Facebook. I also have music under the stars dot live. Uh, you can find out when the next Music Under the Stars event is going to be, and also acousticprayers.com. Uh, I've got some amazing events that are happening out here in Tulum. Music Under the Stars is the uh, internal flight where we get together in uh, uh, amazing experience in music to, to connect, you know, form community and, and express. So we go through an amazing cacao ceremony and a sound journey and an ecstatic dance, and it's a really powerful internal flight where we're not talking, we're just expressing and and being inspired by powerful performances and acoustic prayers is a singing circle so we get together and we unite our hearts and voices together in harmony in these beautiful 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 very powerful very transformative and healing uh singing circles with amazing songs and so uh um those are some of the things that i'm up to and um yeah but yeah go to official shane carling on instagram and you get access to all that stuff Amazing. And we'll put all the links to his website, his Instagram, uh, somewhere in the description of, of this, this video or podcast. And uh, Shane, man, thank you so much for coming on and expressing your, your heart, your soul, your passion. And yeah, man, thanks for all the wisdom that you shared. And uh, bro, I look forward to seeing you real soon down there in Mexico. Awesome, brother. When you're coming back, you gotta let me know. Let's uh, look forward to seeing you again. Yeah, man, absolutely. Peace. Thanks for watching, everyone.